love is blind. Do you agree? We've been inspired to chat about this topic after the recent release of the Netflix series by the same name. And we thought it was really interesting to just talk about whether we do actually ever have the chance to fall in love with someone's personality or is this world of dating apps just so focused on how someone looks and is it really affecting the way that we date and the way that we find someone to marry so listen to find out what we say welcome to free and figuring it out a weekly podcast hosted by two brits sherelle griffith and verity brown on a mission to support empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient successful and seen hello 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 and welcome to this episode this week we've been inspired by the new netflix series love is blind and we thought we'd go down a little journey of talking about can we actually fall in love with someone that we haven't seen yet so for those of you who haven't seen the show um I mean, it's a pretty self-explanatory concept, but <laughs> what happens is it's American. There's a group of guys, group of girls. They live in separate flats, but kind of within, I'm guessing, a studio environment. Um, and there's um, lots of different pods and they go in individually and talk to each other through these pods. And there's this, there's this like... Um, glazed glass wall between them so they can't see each other and they just chat and they just get to know each other and the whole point is that you will hopefully find the person you want to marry so it's not like oh you might find someone you want today the whole point of the show is that you will find like the person you will marry so they then like propose to each other and then they see each other and if they don't like the look of each other they can walk away or they can choose to go out into the real world and live together to like test drive their romance and stuff. So, <laughs> Cheryl, what do you think about this concept? I'm getting it. Oh, it's such a crazy concept, but I mean, I, I like it because it's this idea of, you know, let's stop being superficial and actually by talking to someone when you can't see them in the first place are we given a chance to fall in love with someone's personality, which I think is actually quite refreshing given that we are currently in a time where because of apps it's just become so much about face mm. like it's so much about looks so I do actually like the idea it just also feels a little bit crazy I think I think it's the marriage I think if it was just you went on it to date someone but I yeah. think they've really put in the American shock value in there and said like because they'll, they'll come up with like little things it'll say like 33 days to marriage ceremony it's like and you're like oh my god but it's been interesting watching it in the um I mean I'm I'm not that far in but I in the first episode like two people have already said they loved each other which kind of blows your mind but then I don't know like some of them mentioned that you're you're in this environment that is all about finding love like how often yeah. do we have that chance where you don't have to think about work you don't have to think about shaving your legs you don't have to think about what you're going to cook for dinner you know all you think about is that you're there to find love right well because to me it feels as as basically as like crazy and intense as like well, the was it the bachelor yes because it was the same idea because they're just what in this house waiting to go on a date yeah. <laughs> 
but you're making this sort of false environment where that is the only thing you are doing like you don't have any real life so I can understand how it can become that intense and it shortens and it accelerates the time. yeah but yeah. they also say like they don't have any phones or TVs or any distractions so wow. at the same time like then you're just it's just human conversation with the girls you know girls and girls having conversations and um so yeah it's I mean it, it's really interesting to observe and you know some of the people get on really really well and you know they will explain the reason they've gone on it maybe because they they admit that they do have a type and that they feel that that stopped them from actually finding the genuine person they want to be with some have said that they're quite vain and shallow and that they only choose like beautiful people and they again they feel that that's maybe bringing the wrong people into their lives for long-term commitment and then others say that they don't have it they're quite open like um when it comes to you know race religion culture whatever and they really are interested in falling for someone with um with just talking in their personality but one of one of the guys like they show some really nice conversations that people just clicking and getting on and then like within a few minutes of uh this girl sitting down I think she's there's two instances with black women so one she's like hi my name's diamond and he's like really and she's like oh I take it you don't like that then and he's like uh and it's like oh my god that's so awkward and then the other one they've been speaking about 30 seconds and the guy just goes are you african-american and she goes and she (laughs) and she is a black woman i don't know her her heritage and she just goes no i'm white actually (laughs) (gasps) and it's just like you know it it's it's really interesting the approach everyone takes and how different it is because the whole point is that that shouldn't matter the whole point of the experiment Mm. and she actually says I don't think you get the point of this experiment (laughs) like that shouldn't that should not matter that you know it shouldn't even be a question so yeah it's interesting was there anyone on there that said they went on because they felt as if they were judged for how they look um yeah there was a, a girl who used to be in the army but who was quite feminine looking. And I think she always felt like she attracted the wrong guys because deep down she had this real boisterous, adventurous side to her. But because she looked so girly, I think guys thought she was maybe a bit more of a pushover or whatever. And so she kind of attracted the the wrong types. Mm. Um, Something that my like we were discussing when we were watching it was like, you know, are they all going to be beautiful people? You know, it's kind of like, and I'll be honest, it's not quite Love Island beauty in that they're all size <laughs> six and tanned and, you know, they're all attractive people, but none of them are supermodels. And I think that's quite nice that, you know, they feel relatable um, to a certain level. So, so yeah, so that, that was nice. But yeah, would you go on, Sherelle? Yeah, I think it'd be oh. really interesting. I do, because I think there is something that is... I do think there is... We've gone too far now. Mm. I think the whole... Yes, you want to be physically attracted to someone. And it's not as if you have to get married and you've never seen them. Like you, At least you have an opportunity yeah. to see them before. But I think that, you know, I genuinely believe lots of the people I liked in my younger days would have been people I actually got to talk to. 
And, you know, I'm generally one of those people, I'm like, I want someone with an interest in mind. I do want to have someone that I can have great conversations with. And actually now we don't normally get to have that opportunity because we are basically making most first choices off looks. And then we're trying to see if a conversation will happen. So I do think there is, I think it's a really interesting concept and I would definitely have like been like, yeah, why not? I just feel like the, yeah, the acceleration of it's a bit like, really? I'm like, I would not be saying I love you to someone in like X amount of days or whatever. But I yeah. think the thing, that, the thing that's interesting on it as well is just the idea of that you putting yourself in it because you're putting yourself in a space where then you get to talk to multiple people. And this idea of like how you, one of the things about, when you're you can't see people and you're just like having these conversations for me is you know I think one of the things about online now is like you're talking to so many people basically in the same pocket of time mm. that it's like how much you're dedicating yourself to someone to really try and get good relationships going and focusing on them and like you try and remember like what did I say to so-and-so and what did I say to this and like because I basically I'm so anti like text anyway that I think I find it really hard to like remember I'm saying was a thought of like at least speaking to someone like okay at least I can associate with a voice and a person and it probably I think would help me mm. I say this after I've not been on the apps for a whole month now because I've just I've had enough <laughs> well yeah I don't blame you um I yeah I remember when I was dating I had a few guys like say oh can I call you before we'd met and like after we'd been and it freaked the hell out of me if I'm honest I was like oh my god I don't I'm not ready to talk to you on the phone <laughs> see this is a really it's a really interesting thing because I don't normally talk to people before I met them but I have a friend who always <gasps> talks to people before she meets oh them and I have started to think do you know what I think it's a better way because I genuinely do think I do know from a conversation yeah whether we this is probably going to be at least like to the next level like do I want to talk to you again have we got enough going on because sometimes you talk down sit down with someone and it's literally been 20 minutes and you're like no this is just ridiculous and now I've given you my whole night so yeah why don't I just have a conversation with you in the it's that's like the intermediary round <laughs> yeah no I, I I do get the purpose of it I think especially for busy women women who really value their time and energy and just don't have the time to waste it on people who I think the thing for me is this, this you know the certain things about someone's personality that is either a big no-no or a big yes and like mm. for me that probably falls down to like more ethical political views not in a who do you vote for and stuff but you know what kind of world do you want to live in and things like that and also you know like manners and the flow of the conversations and stuff like that so I think yeah as much as I just I'm just a classic introvert when it comes to phone calls I freaking hate phone calls like don't call me just if I text you just text me back like <laughs> I hate people who call me I really do sorry anyone who calls me I just it just like it just stresses me out I just don't whereas like I just love it I know, so much more I know, I'm, I'm like just, it's so easy <laughs> oh I, I, the amount of times I just oh god this beginning on my seat but I look at my phone ring and I'm like I'm not answering them if you need me text me like and I'm sorry it's just the way I am so you know yeah but then the opposite so what I would say is that I definitely have got to a point where I've not seen anyone yet because we've just been messaging and we've been messaging and messaging and then you build up this whole picture mm. in your head about what you're expecting and this is the thing I think is quite interesting about this concept is how have we gone so far that they've got to the point where they think they love each other that it then doesn't matter what they see 
because they've already gone too far down the road so they're like falling head over heels or are people then going to see each other and then be like oh no like because that's the thing that's interesting because I think sometimes like I've built all this up we've been texting this guy he seems great I'm all excited and then we like go to meet and then I'm like oh and then you feel like really disappointed because you've built this up too much and I think that's the thing for me about this concept is just whether they've built up so much but they've fallen in love so now it doesn't matter what they look like or actually now you've got head over heels and then you see each other you're like, oh, well, that was a waste of X amount of pod talks. So my um, little woo-woo theory is that I don't believe if it is true love that the universe would allow you to love someone who you wouldn't be physically attracted to. Okay. So I think if it's genuine love and you're meant to be with that person, then the universe will make sure that it's all aligned. Like that's, mm. that's my little woo-woo like reasoning for it um but yeah it 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 is I think it's an interesting cut have you ever been on a blind date I mean it's slightly mm. different because you don't get to know the person before but I just yeah. you know it's just no, well, I try and think I don't I don't I haven't I don't think I have know. I think because I did ask I think there was a phase a few years ago where I was like I was going to look for any alternative, basically anything, so I didn't have to do an app. And I just was like, listen, anyone, like, honestly, I'll go on a blind date with anyone. <laughs> and I just don't think anyone, I don't think any of my, all my friends, not one person could think of one suitable no, man to go on a blind date I was with. the same. I remember being in London. I remember being in a pub. I was with about 12 work colleagues. And I literally was like, do any of you know any straight men that are single? And every, everyone was, nope, nope, nope. And I'm like, you what like you joke we're in London like and then someone would be like oh yeah and then they'd be like oh no not for you and I'd be like god and it was just yeah I just well yeah I mean if anyone has any really (laughs) beautiful nice really beautiful no I mean inside and out um men who are single and straight (laughs) for Sherelle to go on a blind date on with I'm just pimping you out now, know. sorry. No, uh, DM us. <laughs> no, my next step I'm thinking is actually to go on speed dates. That's what I think I think I'm... you'd be great at speed dates. I think that feeds into your extrovert so well. You just yeah, need to I, find I the right it... one, maybe. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm struggling with at the moment. But I think that's the next thing I'm going to try. Because I like that idea of... I do think you get a lot from um, talking to someone. And even if it's a few minutes, I still, for me, because I really do vibe off the conversation and I I think I'm quite I can tell quite quickly I think whether then I think there's gonna be anything more to go or not so I feel as if that's gonna be a good option and I just prefer I'd prefer that than having to text people for to me it's the same as why if I've got to scroll and then tap and then find eight people and then be like hey what did you do today why don't I just do that in really in three minute five minute conversations in one night and get it all done yeah and also you spend a lot of time on the screen with doing the podcast with your work with you know propel her with everything that you do and so maybe it just takes that shine off online dating for you because it's just a bit like more time on a screen um I suppose for you like I looked into it when I was in London about speed dating and it's for you maybe finding a professional group because I know that when I was looking at kind of dating women but no one knew I found a group that was for like professional women and you had to be like verified with your like job title and things like that so (laughs) I know and it's it probably sounds a bit snobby but I just at the time I was just so scared I needed like to be in a group of women that I felt like I could maybe be on the same level 
on before I yeah. then explored a bit more. So um yeah, maybe that's the way forward. If anyone knows of any professionals who date in <laughs> groups, please get in touch. Sorry, I didn't realise this was gonna be very pimping me out. Sorry. Session. You know I love <laughs> no, I love love, don't I? You should have seen my face watching this Love is Blind, my house. It was just like I just kept overreacting so much. I'm just like <gasps> like this. But anyway. But you know, maybe and someone else has been has anyone else been on a blind date? I, you know, right in. Has anyone ever ever done it? Or has anyone what was the other thing you talked about where they don't see each other? The film. So About Time, which is a Richard Curtis movie uh, with Rachel McAdams in. So basically it's two guy friends go for dinner and two girlfriends go for dinner. And it's to a restaurant in London that's run by blind people. So the concept concept is there are no lights within the restaurant. So you can really experience what it's like to have to eat a meal without sight. And so they end up sitting next to each other and they start chatting. So they technically fall for each other without seeing each other. And then they kind of get mm-hmm. out and he's like, oh, you know, am I what you expect? And she's like, oh, I've just got a new fringe. I don't like it. And he's like, oh, it's cute. And, you know, it's it's very, it's very Richard Curtis. But um, yeah, it's a similar concept. It's like they fell for each other through conversation only. And there is, because there are, I'm pretty sure there's like supper clubs that are in the dark in London. Oh, are there? Yeah, I'm sure I definitely feel like I've seen something for that before. So maybe someone has been to one of those events. I'm imagining in most cases you'd go with an actual friend rather than, but like you said, you could have then ended up next to someone yeah. who you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, maybe you actually have had the real film experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the kind of, the more negative side to this, I suppose, but it is, I suppose the problem is you've got the love is blind concept where you have conversations before you see each other and then you've got things like blind dates and like messaging without pictures where you don't really get that conversation before do you know what I mean so I remember I've mentioned this before when I was single I went they match.com did a um free trial over Christmas and so I thought oh I'll go on because I'd never used a website like that I'd always just been on dating apps and I remember filling all the details from people who've not been on like things like match.com. Like they ask you absolutely everything. Like, do you want children? Do you have children? Do you smoke? Like what religion are you? Would you date someone who is black? Who's Christian? Who's whatever, you know? So you really get people who align with what you want in life um, on other levels than looks, you know, it's much more deeper. So the interesting thing was when I matched with everyone, there were no pictures Oh. And I messaged them and I was like, I can't see any pictures. And they were like, oh, you need to like sign up to see the pictures. You need to like pay money. And I was like, hold on. This isn't really a free trial. Like, that's awful. Isn't it bad? And so, and I would, you know what? I was willing to do it, but you, the minimum was three months. And then I got, you know, what I can be like, I was like, well, what if I find someone before three months? I don't want to sign up for it. Like that's basically saying commitment phobe. Exactly. This is basically saying you don't have any belief in your own product because you need me to sign up for three months. So I got a little yeah. But I was I think I was just it was Christmas and I was single and it was a, a sensitive time. Um but so I actually said to myself, I am gonna speak to these people and I am going to speak to them and just trust that they are people, you know, the ones that I get on with trust that they're people that I could date um, and it didn't go very well oh no <laughs> so I know I've I I think I ended up 
like there was ended up being two again this is when I was just dating guys ended up being about two guys that we got on really well the the, the conversation flowed and then I was like ah clever me let's go on to whatsapp so I can see their picture you know Uh, so rather than saying have you got a picture of yourself and sounding really vain so we did that and yeah no like they no no they just no but I tried it (laughs) and I I try you know um so it is interesting reflecting on that now um and then you think maybe should I have just met them and maybe I would have been attracted to them in person but yeah it's it's a funny one isn't it but but then kind of on the like I was going to say on on the other side of that like when we were younger I don't know if you ever did this but I remember doing it like I would like go on forums and sometimes like meet people on forums and start chatting through text message Ooh. Not really, okay. I don't can't remember. So I think it's because... I was a late bloomer. Well, <laughs> I think I was 14, 15 when I did this. I think I was just intrigued and no boys in my school fancied me and I needed a little bit of like flirtation. And um, I remember, I mean, I look back and I think, what a silly woman. But I remember trying to sky for a few months and he said he was a firefighter in like a local town. <laughs> And all we did was text, but then when it came to meeting up, there was always an excuse. Oh. And I now believe I was catfished. And I yeah. don't even want to think about who was actually at the end of that because I was so young and it, it is a bit creepy. And I suppose in a way that probably doesn't happen as much now. So that's a positive. Um, but then Catfish came out. Did you ever watch the documentary and then the series? I think I watched a few bits of the series. Yeah, so he, the guy who did the series basically did the did a doc- documentary first because he got catfished himself. Mm. Um, and it was meant to be this beautiful blonde woman and it ended up being this like woman in her like middle age like, in this little run down house in like the middle of the country. And um, and then he, he kind of created a series out of it. But it's interesting, isn't it? And I, I think the thing that always shocked me about the series was you know some of these people have been messaging for like 10 years and never oh, yeah never done a video call and never and I was like how like but I think I mean I think obviously it's getting less and less now but when you talk about uh like forums when we're 14 15 16 and stuff I'm like actually I don't really think there was anyone I can see how it could have happened then. Like I could have seen mm. how maybe like for someone, maybe if I got someone on my MSN messenger, like really mm. all my friends, MSN messenger was on my friends, but I'm like, I could have easily had like someone somehow slip through that net yeah. and could have been talking to them for two years easy, I reckon. Like I could really see how that would have happened without me meeting up with people. And I do think, you know, I think the, but for me, what makes me sad is I think it's also this pressure that people, that's why I asked the question around, as of anyone that's in that program because they're unconfident about how they look yeah and because what I think part of the thing about people that catfish for some people is they just generally don't believe that the pictures they're going to put up of themselves are going to attract someone and like because we've just become such a heavy focus on like mm-hmm. what our physical being looks like it still makes me laugh so much when I meet guys and they're like oh you look like your pictures like, what are you expecting to rock up obviously I look like my pictures 
Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't it weird? Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe some people have just been stung in the past. But what was really interesting, I listened to a podcast the other day, uh, the MailChimp uh, podcast called Partners, and it was interviewing the Instagram founders. And they basically started off with this app called Bourbon, which was all about mm. taking pictures of where you'd visited. So say you went to a cafe, you'd take a picture and put it on the app so other people could see. Mm. And for, for different reasons, it didn't work. And then out of that became Instagram. And isn't it interesting that it started with such genuine, simple kind of vision <laughs> and now it's all about looks and comparison and the ideal life and perfection and filtering. And, you know, isn't it interesting how as humans we've manipulated it into mm. something that, you know, is quite corrosive to our kind of mental health and, and everything. So, yeah, it is quite powerful I think imagery like you say is quite powerful and I'm sure the more I watch the series maybe people you know will start because they've kind of not they've only interviewed like a few of the people so maybe when okay. we hear more people will say that the conscious of how they look or people judge them and so they mm. wanted to just yeah speak um to someone and let them fall for them as a person rather than their hairstyle or their skin color or whatever it may be yeah I just think you know it's natural for humans to judge a book by its cover and I think that there's two things there's a difference between that when you're sitting in a pub or you've you know meeting a friend at a party and you start chatting to someone and you judge them but then even more removed when you're just on an app and you just see a picture and like these people don't even have a chance to even say anything um before you then make a decision on them I do just wonder I think there's a you know I definitely feel that it is hard. I can, I can, I can really imagine the, the benefits of just being able to talk to someone and someone not knowing what you look like and just feeling quite free about it. Mm. And then from, yeah, so from you feeling free, but also then, like you said, then you've been really honest and been like, actually, can, am I attracted to this person on a mental level? Um, and then hopefully the physical lives up. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think like you say, it is interesting to these people fall for each other and then make themselves find that person physically attractive because mm. their personalities get on so well. Or does it, does it just become irrelevant? Like is yeah. sexual desire more about how we interact kind of from a vocal point of view than but and I can't remember there's a word for people that are like attracted to people's minds because like I remember reading this thing once and it was saying about the like some people are more led by like people's minds or what they look like like you know how some people are more led by like touch and smell like all the different senses so there are some people that generally are attracted to people's minds so I feel like those people would do the best out of this experiment yeah so that's sapiosexual yeah, and I actually yeah. feel like I'm partly that as well um I just remember I think I told you but I came back from a day and I was just like I just wanted to have sex with his brain like I wasn't attracted to him but he he was nice mm. like but it wasn't that physical desire I just re his his just brain was so hot to me I was just mm. like I just want to have sex with his brain I mean I don't know how you do that but you know it, it's it's interesting and his brain probably made him more physically attracted to me than if yeah. he just walked past me on the street I probably wouldn't have been like oh you know yeah. so oh well that's a 
interesting conversation. So I like the way that we've pinched Shirelle out in this episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but genuine, like, you know, if you're like listening frequently, you know, I'm I'm taken and settled and, and all that lot. So we need to focus <laughs> our energies on Shirelle. You know what she's like and you've got a lovely <laughs> gentleman in your life that you think would be a good match, then I would love to like... Oh, she'd love to get me, but then no, we. we I'm all right now. I mean, we need, not we need a single one need, and a taken one. No, but I'm one. saying, not saying you need anyone. Like, you know, let's yeah. bring back the empowered woman feminism element. But just, you know, if there's if there's anyone who, oh, man, a few nice dates, yeah. you know, go a miss. But also, I think we'd really, whether you're in a relationship now or you're single right now, it would be really interesting just to hear your stories. Like, would you go on this program mm. yourself? Would you? Put yourself in a dark cupboard and talk to someone you've never met before. <laughs> it's not a dark cupboard, it's like so beautifully done with like amazing oh, sofas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, our version <laughs> will be a dark cupboard. <laughs> or would you, um, like, have you ever been on a blind date? Have you ever been catfished? Like, you know, let's have a conversation a bit about looks versus do you think you're judged by your looks? Are you, are you judging other people? Do you wish that we could take that away? Do you want to go to a dark supper club in London and eat next to a stranger and then fall in love with them? <laughs> like, I think there's just obviously so many combinations, yeah. but it's, cause it's a really interesting thing, this idea of like, what role does looks play? And if we take that all away and have a conversation, but all your verity, you don't want a conversation with them until you actually meet them because the thought of a conversation on the phone is horrendous. <laughs> Or do you say, no, I always have a conversation before I meet you? Like, I just think we're all so different and it's really interesting mm. to hear other people's journeys and how it works for them and stuff. So yeah, send us in comments. You can email us at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com and we are on Instagram at freeandfiguringitout. So we would love to hear all of your fabulous and maybe not so fabulous uh, <laughs> stories of dating. So send them in and we'll speak to you next Friday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.